All right, you are now tuned into the 5A5 Report with Atiana and Bishop. Catch us each and every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. on 100.9 WXIR. We seek to elevate the narrative on Rochester, New York through constructive conversations. What up, y'all? What's good? Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. What up, what up? What's, What's good? interested in that phone? You looking for a charger? Who's one? Oh, no, that's not a charger. You good? The charger? <laughs> I can edit this part all of the video. No, no worries. Or I'll just let it play. Doesn't matter anyways. But thank you for coming on. You already know. Finally got you on. Like, you know we've been going since April. And you just now coming on the show. I think I feel a little bit low. Some kind of way about it, but. It's all good. I like the necklace, too. Thank you. Thank e. you very much. <laughs> e for Atiana. Sean, right. thank you for joining us today. Why must you call me by my real name? I cannot get into calling you maestro. Like, I don't think I'll ever be able to call you maestro. But Jesus. would you prefer me to call you maestro? Call me whatever you want. It's like Thank you. <laughs> and what am I calling you today? Call me Sean. I call you Sean? Yeah. Sean is Sean. But <laughs> you're Sean with the H. Oh, okay. I'm with a E. Like, All right. So let's get started. We got Mr. Be Healthy himself in the building. Yep, yep. All right. Introduce yourself to the people. Nigga Sean Maru. Some people know me as Nigga. Some people know me as Sean. Either or, you know, whatever you prefer. Um, I'm co-partner with in the Be Healthy Fresh Food Market. CEO, Kapsa Amirashi Amaru. He's the boss man. Um, and uh, he just created a foundation where he's seen the food deserts in the community. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had to come create something that was beneficial for the community, that'll uplift it in a nutritional way. So... Um, we sell smoothies, wraps, salads, uh, chili, um, juices. Um, we, we're incorporating soul food Sundays now. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it's lit. It's lit. So it's doing real good. It's selling out every Sunday. So we got the vegan wings. Uh, we got the collard greens, the yams, the mac, mac and cheese, uh, potato salad. It's all, you know, it's all available. Um, so we we incorporating that. We also incorporating something called Taco Tuesdays. Saw that too. Where, where we got the uh, it's like a it's like a it's like a flat wrap type thing. Got mm-hmm. the vegan meat in there with the cheese and the tomatoes, and the onions, the peppers, and all of that. And so flipped on a uh, like a tortilla type thing. And it's uh, pressed down on the grill. So that's something new that we implementing as well. We'll also be implementing like a um. Like a buy one smoothie, get one half off type thing for, for, the, for the new year. Um, we'll get it at a discount. Uh, I got a lot going on down yeah, there. We're just trying to be new and innovative and, you know, think of ways to get to the bag as well as, you know, serve the community and provide them with something they're not going to get nowhere else, especially for people that look like them. Especially in Genesee Street. Yeah, especially on Genesee Genesee Street. Like, so, we got Be Healthy on Genesee Street. Then we got Allah's Kitchen on Jefferson Avenue. Mm -hmm. Like, I think 
That's my man. Shout out to Allah's Kitchen. Right. I had his wife on. Well, he told me not to call. She's not his wife. His <laughs> queen. Like, he got at me about that. <laughs> you know, yeah, he do. That's my man. Shout out to Allah, man. <laughs> so, he got out at me about that. His queen, she came on the show, and she was super dope, and she told me um, how the whole um, Allah's Kitchen came about. But I think it's just dope that these kind of places are popping up in places that we normally wouldn't see them, and they're doing well. Right. So shout out to both of y'all for that. Um, what are like the, some of the most popular things that people come and get from there? Um, the, the the number eight smoothie and the number ten, as well as the number two and number three. So the number two is the raw strength: strawberries, mangoes, pineapples, bananas, grapes, uh, liquid fire. Liquid fire is a combination that Capita came up with. It's uh, lime, ginger, and cayenne pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's normally people take it normally like in a shot, isolated. But um, you could get it in the drink, and it just spices up the drink. Um, number three, the solar power, pineapple, mango, banana. That's my personal favorite. Had it this morning. Add a little spirulina in there. It uh, suppresses the appetite, as well as, you know, gives you, like, a good serving of vegetables. For people that just don't like eating, like, raw vegetables, you can just add that powder in there, and it's, like, a good substitute. Um, then we get to the number eight and the number ten, which is kind of... Kind of the same thing in similar aspects. So they both have apples, bananas, peanut butter, and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. But with the eight, it has spirulina in it and maca. Like I said, the spirulina is an appetite suppressant as well as it's high in iron and uh, vitamin B12. Yeah, we use that a lot. What? Spirulina, that's popular in Jamaica. Oh, right. yeah, it is. Um, and the maca is for your hormones. And, I like maca. Yeah. I used to t- I used to take maca. No, I used to um, pour it in a smoothie that I used to drink daily. Yeah. I haven't did it in a long time. Right. It also like kind of makes you gain a little weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's right. why I had to back up off it. Like I could do it now because yeah. I'm in a place where like I'm on the skinnier side these mm-hmm. days. But at that time, like it was used definitely huh. It used to be big. Well, no. Oh. Well, yes and no. So, uh, any bigger times that I had was usually some like around my pregnancies. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, like, 135 is my number. Yeah. Like, if I go over 135, then, like, mm-hmm. I'm in the gym, I'm getting training and all of that, and I'm cutting back. All right. Because I come from a family where everybody is heavy. Mm-hmm. So... I didn't want that to be me. Right, yeah. So, for me and my children, mm-hmm. like, we made some better, like, changes and lifestyle right. changes and habits. So, that's why when, yeah, I get past 135, like, right. I'm making some cuts. And plus, for my height and size, yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to be thick. Like, I never wanted to be thick. Yeah. Um, just, you know, just healthy. Like All right. So, um, the number 10, too, is, um... It has a whole bunch of herbs. It's like a herbal smoothie. So um, we got dulse in there, which is high in iodine, as well as iron. Um, it's like a seaweed. So uh, uh, a lot of Asian people use it in their cuisine. Mm-hmm. Um, we got chlorella in there, which is uh, a really high sea algae. It's really high in iron and um, detoxes the body from heavy metals. Um, we have also in there, we have burdock, which is good for cleansing the liver and, like, you know, uh, getting the skin right. Um, we have, uh, we got a couple other different herbs in there. Um, can't, I can't think of it all right now, mm-hmm. but um, it's a really good drink. So that's, like, the most popular one. Then we have um, the veggie wraps is popular. The honey wrap is the most popular wrap. I haven't had the honey wrap yeah. yet. I just had the, the spicy, spicy one. Yeah, because most people don't like spice, so they get the honey wrap. I like the spicy wrap. Um, then the chili, 
we got the two chilies. We got the chili and we got the curry. I would say the chili is more popular, mm-hmm. but to me, the curry, the coconut curry uh, tastes better. And, and now, uh, for the past month or two, we've been implementing the juices. So the apple pie juice is really, it's really a number one seller. It's, it's just apple juice, juiced apples and uh, cinnamon. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's our main ones we got right now going on. I know you were talking about in Jamaica. So, someone was telling me, like, some of the things that they ex- we experience here, like when people losing their hair and all the, like, diseases and stuff we get here, like, a lot of those aren't even seen there. It's, that's true because, like, a lot of food, it's a lot of, it's, it's plentiful in fruit and veggies. So, they, they diet is mainly fruit and veggies. So, the other stuff, like the stuff we eat on a daily basis, like the soul food and all that stuff, or what they consider soul food, that's like one day a week, once or twice a week. They don't eat that on a regular basis. So, everything else is literally homegrown or farm or farm stuff. I mean, that's changed over the years with, you know, everybody getting commercialized in all the third world countries. But, for the most part, yeah, a lot of times in the third world countries, the the diseases that's, that they get um, are usually, they come from outside the country, or it's based off of not, not having the proper... Um, the proper um, doctors, health care in that area more so. So you can always get something anywhere and then it can spread because you don't have the proper way to treat it. But for the most part, that's why you got this. You never really see a, a fat Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You never really see. I mean, they're out there, but you don't really yeah. see that. A lot of Jamaicans, especially you look at Rastas, Rastas are usually skinny, like skinny to the bone. Like, mm-hmm. they're usually skinny. And that's usually because they eat nothing but greens, they eat nothing but greens. No flesh, most of them, most of them, and whatnot. So that's, but that's in a lot of countries. That's like in warm climates, not dry climates, but warm climates. So then the whole, so you're, are you vegan, vegetarian? Yeah, I'm, I'm vegan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm moving more to the plant-based side, mm-hmm. and this is just a little different. So you got different forms of veganism. You got um. Got starchitarians where they have like they coming up with so many things <laughs> like starchitarians. Yeah, <laughs> it's the people that just you know they're like the starter vegans. You know what I'm saying? So they eat a lot of rice, beans, pasta. pasta you know That's what I'm saying? Because, That's my yeah, daughter. Because, because it's like it's just like easy and quick, and you know what I'm saying? It's like the first thing that comes to mind when you think about not wanting to eat no meat. Right. That's the only. That's the first thing you're thinking about. I don't want to eat meat, so what can I eat? You know what I'm saying? So you got that group, um, which is a good start. You know what I'm saying? But it's not something you want to stay on because you know you could get glucose levels could get high. You could develop diabetes even on that type of diet. Mm-hmm. Um, then you go to the, uh, then you go to, to the vegans, that, like the regular standard vegans who have a diverse diet. Uh, they might eat, uh, but they still eat a lot of processed stuff, like the fake meats and the, the fake cheeses and uh, you know that type of stuff. Then you have the uh, the raw vegans or the plant-based vegans who eat mainly fruits and vegetables, like real fruits and vegetables, water, herbal teas. You know who, who do it uh, who do it for a couple of years and uh you know the regular stuff like the starchitarian regular vegan mm-hmm. then, then after a few years they transition to that type of diet then you have um which is really the last one uh or it might be it, it depends some people some people take it up a notch after the plant-based and just do like one meal a day type thing mm-hmm. or they um they do a lot of fasting and stuff like that, so that's like a that's like a little sidestep into um, raw veganism as well. And then you have the last group, which is fruitarians, and they just have a predominantly fruit-based diet. They don't eat too much vegetables, too much grains, too much nuts, too much seeds. Most of their diet is uh, fruit. So, 
So I saw something that you posted. One meal a day will keep the doctor away. Three yeah. meals a day will guarantee poverty and disease. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. Because so, I was always thought breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. So so that so that theory comes from you know like doctors and uh, corporations that you got to eat three meals a day. You got to have breakfast. You got to have lunch. You got to have dinner. Now. The breakfast that they promote is bacon, eggs, toast, cheese, grits. You know what I'm saying? They not saying drink some. Like the first thing you should do when you wake up is drink water. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why they not saying that? Like, you know, so like they don't never got that picture in schools. You know what I'm saying? Like right. drink water when you wake up. You know, it's it's a picture that was promoted by the dairy industry. The dairy industry came to the schools and said, hey, we'll give y'all X, Y, and Z to put this in y'all school. Put this picture up in y'all school. It's milk. It's uh, eggs, bacon, sausage, whatever, that stuff don't even go together. You know what I'm saying? Let let alone it's not being healthy. It don't even go together as it relates to digestion. You know what I'm saying? That's so, true. But when we think about it in our minds, mm-hmm. it goes together. Yeah. Like you go to any restaurant, mm-hmm. that's going to be the combo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, so we definitely want to start off the morning from um, maybe like 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Drinking water, drinking fruit, isolated fruit alone, like maybe an apple, a blueberry, or a peach, a, a cantaloupe, some cantaloupe, um, then we probably want to make a smoothie like around 10 or 11 to keep us full, this is how I do it, mm-hmm. make a smoothie to about 10 or 11, then our our lunch, it depends on the smoothie, so you, how I like to do it is I like to have smoothies that's like either with an avocado or some nuts that I done soaked overnight because that's going to keep me full. You know what I'm saying? If I just do like a regular smoothie with like some greens in there or something, it might not keep me full. You know what I'm saying? So I like to add the nuts and stuff to give me a lot of protein to keep me full. And that'll hold me over until about 1 or 2 o'clock. Then I'll probably do the same thing. Drink some more water, eat a fruit, make a, make another smoothie. Might make another smoothie. Um, then around 3 o'clock, 3 or 4 o'clock, which is the ideal time to eat, that's when I eat my meal. So whatever meal that I'm going to have, like today I had arugula, black beans, um, black rice, uh, some vegan cheese and like a vegan burger, but it was all mixed together. So that was around like 3.30. You mixed it together? It's like a salad kind. Oh yeah, okay, okay. I was thought you like, <laughs> like make a smoothie, yeah. Oh, nah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, now nah, you going too far. Like you taking this too far. But why is three and between three and four ideal time to eat? That's just how the body works, as far as it relates to digestion. It gives because the body takes like six or seven hours to digest a complete meal. So if you're eating it around 2 or 3 o'clock, now your body got the whole day for the rest of the day to process it and digest it. Now if you're eating it around 7, 8, the sun is going down, you might have problems. You might develop insomnia. You know, you might uh, you know, have more problems sleeping because the, the body is trying to digest it at a time where it should be working to rest and shut down and, you know, go to sleep. So um, that's, that's why that's really like an ideal time. Um, and if you eat it, if you eat your heavy meal at around three or four, you most likely won't need to eat for the rest of the day because you'll probably be full. If I do eat again, it may be like a light snack or maybe like a smoothie again or some, you know, fresh fruit. And then I'm like, all right, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So. How health conscious are you, my friend? 
If you say on a scale of one to ten, <laughs> one to ten, you know what? It depends because sometimes I'm, I'm on my water kit. Well, I try to drink a liter of water every day. Yeah, I try to drink a liter of water every day. And like you said, what I usually do, I have I buy bananas. I, I go to Wegmans multiple times a week, mm -hmm. so I have water. And then for snack, like at break time at work, which is usually around what eight thirty, mm -hmm. I have a banana. Usually I have a banana. And then unfortunately for lunch. Go grab something I shouldn't be eating. <laughs> like Popeyes around the corner. Right. This is oh no, not Popeyes. <laughs> Salvatore's is barbecue right. spot around the corner. Uh -huh. I, I usually pick out around then, around then, and then I won't eat. For me, how my schedule is, I won't eat till sometimes not even the rest of the day. After I eat lunch a lot, that's mm -hmm. it. I just have snacks and water, mm -hmm. and that'll be it. Mm -hmm. Now, except for when I DJ. Now, when I DJ, which is that's, that's where chicken I, wings. That's why I lose off at. I mean, last six months I've been good on that. So boom, like I DJ, I take Bahamas three times a week. I'm eating food late, even throughout my whole life of DJing. Mm -hmm. I've done that too. Usually the club got some food, or you gonna get some food after, and that's when that's where I gain most of my weight. Usually that time, mm -hmm. my parents always told me, don't eat when you sleep. Don't don't eat right before you sleep, especially that late. Yeah, right. because usually you gonna eat and you gonna ready to sleep. Mm -hmm. so that, but from scale of one to ten, right now I say about five. I've been up to a time where I did exactly what you were saying, like mm -hmm. water, I just have water, I have a snack, I have nuts and like banana for lunch, and then I try to get a sweetie. Shout out to my boy Petey too. Petey, they mm -hmm. had a spot on um, Clinton. Clinton. Mm -hmm. uh, what, now he's going to open back soon, mm -hmm. a new location, but I used to go there and I get a smoothie. I go over there on Clinton and get a smoothie, and that'd be it for me for the day. And then, but then I got a DJ, and it's, it's all I think. Right. <laughs> Remember, you see those full moon things? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you used to be hooked on those. those we both work, work for Wegmans, so. Oh, right. Eat those all the time. Back right. the day. But I try, I try to. As you get older, you know, like you said, a lot of the stuff that we do, our daily habits, eating the stuff we learn, like mm -hmm. like one, two, three, ABC. This mm -hmm. is how we learn. We learn breakfast like that. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? The whole whole thing is like one, two, three, ABC to us. Like mm -hmm. the, all the foods we eat. So if we look at soul food, none of that, none of that really healthy for us. Mm -hmm. Ain't never been, but we learn that one, two, three, and everybody's soul food is different, different cultures. Mm -hmm. Like ours, we you know we got the curry coat, the oxtails, all that stuff. Kalalu. Kalalu, yeah. yeah. But that's actually good though. I love Kalalu. Yeah. Yeah. Like Kalalu, I can saw fish. Mm -hmm. That that's the type of diet I try to bring. I try to get up when I'm trying to eat more of that stuff and whatnot. So especially with my parents, both having health issues over the last couple of years, so they've really been on it. You know, so my dad always been that type of dude, but. My parents really been done now. They don't eat meat, so when I go over there, ain't no meat anyway. So they don't eat meat? They don't eat meat no more. My parents uh, don't eat meat no more. Once in the blue moon, I say. So, when did the journey start for you, or have you always been like this? It started probably back in like 2000, I'd probably say 11 or 12. So, my neighborhood, I was living down south in North Carolina, in Tarboro, North Carolina. My neighborhood was filled with like, like Muslims. So, <clears throat> but they was like regular dudes like me, but um, they practiced Islam. So, like even the drug dealers practice Islam. So none of them ate pork. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you come out on the block. That's what the people is doing. You, you eating a hot dog, pork hot dog, anything like you get clowned. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you just gradually be like, man, I'm not eating this no more. You know what I'm saying? It's just like if people grew up around, you know, Christians, they're most likely going. You know, do what the Christians do, or you know, convert to Christianity. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's what happened to me early in my life. So I was like around like 15, 16. That's the path I had chose for that time being. So um, stopped eating pork. Then I moved up here to New York uh, when I was like 21, mm -hmm. and um, <clears throat> I started to eat uh, 
I started to only eat like ethical meat, you know what I'm saying? So it was had to be like from a farmer's market, yeah, raised yeah, correctly, yeah. no injections and all of that. So I did that for about a year. Um, and um, after that, I just, I met Hotep Kapata, I met him and he, uh, we, we was building and linking and hanging out at his house and all of that. And I just, you know, I just gave up the, uh, gave up the meat after that, but I was still, uh, Dibbling, dibbling in the milk and the cheese and the eggs and stuff because I had went off to college so it had got a little harder you know what I'm saying so I was dealing with that moved back to Rochester I was still uh, doing it and I, I let it go around 2018 well last year I, I let all of it go all the dairy all the fish all of that so um, I run the fish. Like you, you said, like you know, you're not doing statutaries and stuff. Mm-hmm. When I when, when I get on that kick every now and again, mm-hmm. I run the fish. Mm-hmm. Except for shrimp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for right, shrimp. Yeah. But I run the fish. Like mm-hmm. I feel like that's it's, it's you always run to something that's you know you usually eat in the, anyway though. So mm-hmm. like fish, like you said, pasta and whatnot, and a bunch of fruit. Mm-hmm. That's what it usually is. Yeah. So I tried to be a vegan. It's good. It lasted three months. That's good. That's a, that's a good time span. Okay, so then I went to being a vegetarian. Yeah. And I don't know how long that lasted, but now I'm pescatarian. So I will eat seafood. Mm-hmm. It's difficult for me to give up cheese. Like, you know yeah, my struggles yeah, yeah. with cheese. Like, yeah. it's just so many different kinds of cheese. It's just, like, so hard <laughs> to give up. Like, you have Asiago, you have Gouda, you have mozzarella, like, you have blue cheese. Like, it's just so many different kinds. And, but they said, like, you said said I sound like a crackhead. Didn't you say mm-hmm. it's something in cheese that, like... It's queso morphine. So it's, like, the cousin of morphine that's in cheese. It's naturally in cheese. It's not, like, something you inject in the cheese mm-hmm. or nothing like that. It's naturally um, in the cheese because the cheese is, like, it gets old. You know what I'm saying? That's how it's formed. It gets age. old. Yeah, age. So it's... Uh, it develops the case of morphine. And that's what makes it addictive. Yeah, that's what makes it addictive. See, I know it. Like, yeah. I just... A lot of people say that. that they're addicted to cheese. Yeah. Like, I will go to Wegmans and buy a whole cheese tray and get a bottle of wine. And Leja, me and Leja, we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I like milk. I like cereal. That's, yeah. that's my... That's my like, like you said, when I, like you was in college, it's hard to do that. Yeah, yeah. So I know when I was younger and like I was living alone or whatever, and mm-hmm. you're younger, you used to try to save money. Mm-hmm. So you your diet. Eat bowl of cereal. Bowl of cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, That's what word. it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, I can't, like, I won't drink milk like that. Like, I'll yeah. eat cheese, but as far as, like, milk, yeah. no, I'm with almond milk. That's the one I like the best. Like, I've tried the cashew milk. I didn't really care for it. It's, like, real thick. Yeah, yeah, thick, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't like almond milk because I like cereal. Yeah. Almond milk don't taste good in cereal. That's like how it. we buy it. My kids eat it in cereal. I don't like almond milk altogether. It just don't mm-hmm. taste good. What milk you drink? Well, I make my own milk. So I, I do the pumpkin seed milk. Mm-hmm. I just soak or the sunflower seed milk. And um, I, I mainly use it for smoothies, though. So okay. I, don't, I don't do too much cereal and stuff. So um, I, I mainly do it for smoothies. Mm. And you could just buy it. Sometimes it's easier and cheaper to just buy whatever type of nut or seed milk you want. Mm-hmm. And just buy it and, and make it. just make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not making no almond milk. I can't even see me <laughs> in the so kitchen. It's so easy. How do you do it? How is it so easy? You soak it overnight. You uh, take all the water out. You put it in the blender. You 
just add the water. So if you got a cup of almonds, you do two cups of water. You got two cups of almonds, you do four cups of water. That's how you got it. That's your milk. It's so easy. Okay, I'll take you your word it. for it. Do you strain it? Do you strain it? Or uh, it, de- it depends on the, on the seed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it depends on the texture of it, how, how it is. But normally, nah, it, it don't really it don't really need too much um, strainage. Yeah, Yeah, because I'm a texture person. Like, if mm-hmm. it's feeling funny in my... Like, I like, like we made, we used to make, like my parents make, it was customary, like carrot juice. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a customary. They got two kinds. You got the thick kind, mm-hmm. and you got the, the thin kind. You add lemon juice into it. Mm-hmm. And the, thick, the thick kind, you like... It's, you know, it's a texture. Like, it's it's kind of different. Mm-hmm. It tastes, it's almost like, some, like sometimes it can get as thick as eggnog and it's a little bit warm. Eggnog. Ew, ew, you ew, like ew. No, no, no way. Mm-mm, no like way. Eggs are another thing that I haven't given up yet. And I know somebody's, was it you who said it's like carcinogens or something like that? Was it you saying that? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so the World Health Organization classify eggs and processed meats as a, a class one carcinogen in the same category as asbestos and uh, smoking cigarettes. So, eggs. Um, yeah. So. Eggs. Yeah. So one eating one egg is like smoking five cigarettes, as it relates to what it does to your cholesterol levels, just in that aspect. Um, yeah. So. And it's it's crazy, like when you try to actually eat, if you try to go by what they say, mm-hmm. quote unquote, what they say mm-hmm. and whatnot, what, one day milk is healthy, the next day right. milk is unhealthy, right. one day eggs is good for you, mm-hmm. does the body good, mm-hmm. the next day it's like, it's really hard, that's, yeah. that's why I think like, in us, especially in a lot of Caribbean cultures and whatnot, you know, well, you got you got plenty for you got plenty for fruits and vegetables, and I usually think like whatever is actually natural to you, that's what your body's that you know that's what you're going to process easier too mm-hmm. with your body with the fruits and vegetables. But it's crazy eating eating like everything is processed. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is processed. Even yeah. you try to eat healthy, like feel like a lot of that stuff is processed. Yeah, yeah. What are like some of the biggest myths about food like they that's going on right now? Like he said, one day you hear something is healthy, and one thing you one next day you hear it's not healthy. Like, what are some big myths that are going out, going around? I know, I'm curious about your thoughts on Beyond's Burger, Impossible Burger, all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think those stuff is like fads, and I think that when you when you evolve in a certain level in veganism, it, it becomes more about like what's actually in the product and the ingredients in the product rather than what tastes good or what, rather than, you know, what's popular, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if we look at some of the ingredients in it, some of the ingredients in those products are problematic. So we might want to, um, you know, look to making our own or purchasing from brands that use more sustainable sources like Hillary's or um, Dr. Prager's. They use uh, around maybe like less than 10 ingredients in their burgers and they're all natural ingredients. Sunshine burgers as well, they're all natural ingredients. So it might be made from carrots, sunflower seeds, uh Spinach, mushrooms, you know what I'm saying? It'll all be made. That, that means so when you get that joint, you look at the box. Yeah. You can actually pronounce everything on you, the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can pronounce saying? everything. So so we got um so like in the Beyond Burgers and the in the in the impossible. Cause I, I eat it sometimes, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I'm I'm not knocking it. But I, 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 yeah. I had a couple of possible burgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like if it's an, if it's if, if I'm at Swill Burger and that's the only vegan menu on the item and I'm you know I got a drink and I'm chilling and I'm having yeah. fun, I'm not thinking like oh man, oh they got this. In. I'm not gonna think too much about it. Right. But I'm not again. I'm not gonna go to the grocery store and just pick it out for the crib though. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So you know it's a situational type thing. But um, some uh some problematic things that are in it are uh, uh xanthan gum, uh some of the the polysorbate eighty. Uh, canola oil, uh, all of those is basically like preservatives, you know what I'm saying? So we want to be weary of those because what preservatives do is they attack the digestive enzymes in the gut. So later on in life, it'll be harder for you, harder for you to digest things that you normally would be easy to digest. You know, that's why old people be having to get their they food chewed by somebody else. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then you put it, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't have the digestive enzymes anymore because they unknowingly to them they've been eating what the doctors say eat their whole life right. and it's been tearing up their, their their digestion and certain things can even health certain healthy things can eat away at your digestion too like eating certain non-organic fruits and vegetables that are laced with pesticides like how people eat meat mm-hmm. And they got to worry about the steroids. Like, that's, like, the biggest thing in the meat industry, worrying about the steroids and all of the stuff they're injecting with it. That's what people who eat fruits and vegetables got to worry about, the pesticides. They're, like, the steroids of, you know... The meat industry. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we got to be wary of that. We want to buy organic food as much as possible because... Even though it is sprayed with some little the pesticides, maybe like 15% pesticides, the other 85% are natural pesticides. So it might be sprayed with like ladybugs or uh, oranges. You know, it's, it's made from natural, uh, the pesticides are made from natural ingredients. The ones that are sprayed on non-organic fruits and vegetables are made from like chemical uh, pesticides, like Ace. Roundup and oh, all right. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Roundup. Roundup does. Weed killer. killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like my, my, my dad had a garden my whole life. Except for like the last five years. You had a garden, so you know, you got to plant kalaloo, plant corn, squash, thyme, tomatoes, all that stuff. You use a little bit, you use a little bit, because you, you got to, especially in, in our area. Mm-hmm. And it's our, what you feel about like, even if you plant your food in this climate up mm-hmm. in like, in, say, even in the US period though, mm-hmm. you feel like, like it's still, it's still like soiled a little bit, the food we eat because of, like we live in Rochester, so we got Barcelona, mm-hmm. we got Kodak, so the soil itself is like soil with, with, with pollution itself though. Um, it, it, it might be, it, it would be hard to say, because I never like checked the levels, or yeah. I, I don't know too much about soil, but here's what I do know about soil. Rock mineral uh, fertilizer so, uh, soil is a is a soil that remineralizes the soil. So even if the soil is bad, we still want to make sure that we can remineralize it because that's really the only problem. It don't even care if there's dirty water in there or it really don't. That don't even really matter. It matters if the if the vitamins and the minerals is in the plant. You know what I'm saying? So. With the rock mineral fertilizer, we can ensure that the vitamins and minerals are are in the plant. So, like romaine lettuce, it done lost like 100% of its chromium, like 40% of its calcium, um, and, you know, a great deal of other percentages of minerals that was in it 50 years ago is not in it now. So, you're eating romaine lettuce, it's E. coli is breaking out and all of that. That's their talk. What they're not telling the people though is that's the non-organic romaine lettuce. Cause even though, cause I, cause even though on those health scares where they're like, yo, it's breaking out, it's breaking out. I only ate the organic romaine lettuce by the so bundles. Yeah. Nothing happened to me. 
because mm-hmm. the organic stuff is grown totally differently than the non-organic stuff. It's grown in different soil. It's grown in a different environment. It's grown with different sprays. It's grown with different care and love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you, you get that. And a lot of people say there's a lot of articles out there. Organic doesn't matter. It's just a way for them to hike up the cost. It's this. It's that. It's a scam. It's, 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 it's some Sometimes... What, what is true about it is the people that, um, you know, are doing the gardening, they might not get regulated as much. So I could say, yo, it's organic, and you might not come check my farm for a couple months later. You know what I'm saying? That does happen. And they could be, you know, still doing some stuff that's, you know, sketching the rules. Everybody sketched the rules. Everybody sketched the rules of the system. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, that is a fact. But... It's also a fact, and they have done studies where it's showing that organic fruits and vegetables, the pesticides on non-organic fruits and vegetables is harmful to our health uh, more than the the ones that's on um, the organic uh, fruits and vegetables. And I know it could be expensive, you know what I'm saying? Because it's worth it. Yeah, it it could be expensive. I think we got to change that mindset. Yeah, yeah. we spend so much of this money on stuff that's mm-hmm. expensive. Right, right, right. From right. my health, though, it's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get the cheapest joint. Yeah, yeah. And that's just the way I'm, I don't know if it's just, that's our environment or mm-hmm. the way we all grew up, like, yeah. within, within the black community, I yeah. guess. It's just like, health ain't, ain't really. It ain't that important. It ain't that important. I'm going to die one day. That's what a lot of people right. say. Right. I'm going to die one day. Something's going to kill me anyway. So do that. And then, you know, a lot of times, like, the stuff that's in our community is placed in our community for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's been that way forever. That's why you got 10 million fast food joints, mm-hmm. 10 million um, convenience stores with cheap, with cheap food and all that stuff. Wow. 10 million liquor stores. Liquor stores. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. why they, that's why they're there and whatnot. I mean, we can find a, a fast food joint on every block. It'll be every block, though. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's good that y'all in the city like that. Yeah. I think a lot of times with stuff like, you see, you see, Companies like people think Panera is like a healthy place. People consider mm-hmm. Panera a healthy place, yeah. and it might be. Yeah. But how many of those is in the city right, that you can right. walk to the walk to the corner store right, and grab yeah. that? So That's it's good to have y'all in the city like yeah. that and whatnot. And and y'all not expensive. Y'all, y'all not right, expensive. Right, yeah. Y'all inexpensive. Not at all. Right. Y'all inexpensive too. So that I think mm-hmm. that that helps out. And just having just being it convenient. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like you said, you can walk past. You walk past how many. How many convenience stores on Jenny? You know what I'm saying? How many liquor stores on Jenny? You can walk right past those mm-hmm. and go get something healthy. Mm-hmm. And for the same amount of money, you just got to spend the money on some trash. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a so. good look. So, for someone who is just like trying to make some small, healthy lifestyle changes, what advice would you give to a person? Um, I, w- I would encourage them to look at the Clean 15 list and the Dirty Dozen. So what the clean 15 list is, it's the list of it's the top 15 fruits and vegetables that have the least pesticides. Um, so you got avocados up there, pineapples, kiwis, uh, you got, uh, it's, it's a couple different ones. I got them written at home, mushrooms. Um, then you got the dirty dozen, which has the most pesticides on it, strawberries, uh, uh, celery, uh, tomatoes, spinach, uh, kale. Um, so those are uh, some of the top it's ones. Like the stuff they push the most. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, you know, the only one I see, uh, I heard you say that's actually I hear people eat a lot is avocado. I hate avocado. Yeah. You hate it, avocado? avocado? We call it squaw pear Jamaica, so we call it. Mm. So as a kid, it's, it's, they would eat it on hard dough bread. I remember having Jamaican hard dough bread. Mm. They'll eat it. They put the avocado on hard dough bread. Mm. And as a that, like as a kid, you know, we grew up in the age of whatever you, you got. That's what you eat. Mm. Ain't no choices or nothing. Right. So they would force me to eat it, and right. I hated it. Yeah. I hated it, and yeah. I grew up hating avocado till this right. day. I, 
they got forgotten. Hopefully you give it a shot another yeah. day, man. Yeah, so I told I gotta have something so they gotta make me some different joint. But right. I just hated it because I was forced to eat it though. Yeah. But I, I gotta look at like that, that 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 list though. Like mm-hmm. I'll be trying to eat fruit, mm-hmm. but a lot of times just be the convenience and stuff yeah, that life yeah. will going through. Mm-hmm. I, I started looking at looking at Wegmans mm-hmm. like I look at a um, what you call it place. Like I look at a McDonald's, mm-hmm. right? Same thing when I leave the club now. Sometimes I go to I go to um, Wegmans and go grab me a fruit, mm-hmm. go grab me a banana or two, and go home. Right. And call it a day instead of going to grab a burger or go grab a, a, a ten pack of wings from somewhere mm-hmm. or something like Word. that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, so I, I go to you know, I go there a lot. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. That's rough. I would say get some water too, yo. Water is big to me. I don't tell people don't like water though. Man. Yeah, how you like? People say how you like water don't taste like anything. That's and I'm like, you, you gotta get used to it because yeah. I, I used to be like that too. I used to drink mad pop and all of that. So it's just something you gotta get used to and start drinking every day. Also, people can make low, you know, low. Uh, low cost stuff you can look at vegan budget you can just google vegans on the budget mm-hmm. and it'll tell you like stuff that's like you know cheap that you can make right at the crib and that's you know cheap you could get your you could get your staple grains for cheap you could get quinoa you could get black rice this stuff is two three dollars a pound um quinoa black rice those are staples in my household um as well as faro f-a-r-r-o um, I like Farrah. Yeah, yeah. Farrow, however you say uh-huh. it, <laughs> you I could, like it. You could get that. You could get you could get the cheap uh, leafy green vegetables that come in like the little packs and Wegmans. Uh, get you could get romaine lettuce, arugula. Those are like the healthiest vegetables. Um, you could just load up on. Uh, you could probably go to the public market or um, you know uh, Wegmans, Walmart, and just load up on uh, regular you know fruits. Um, uh, you want to get a lot of citrus fruits in your diet, uh, blood oranges, uh, grapefruit, uh, lemons, limes. Um, they really help with the digestive system mm-hmm. um, as well as provide good healthy acids to your body. Um, and, of course, you know, uh, drinking water. You know what I'm saying? Of course, of course, drinking water. You might want to fast. Try one day where you fast where you just drink water and probably fruit juices uh, that you could make. Um, with a juicer, you get a juicer from Walmart for like 50 bucks. Buy you some apples, some organic apples for like three dollars at Trader Joe's or Walmart somewhere. Make you some fresh apple juice every morning. You know what I'm saying? You don't even gotta buy that. So, 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 so put the air fryer back. Mm-hmm. The juice. Word. Word. I'm frying it up over right. there. Man. Get some nutrients <laughs> in your body. Word. You gotta have a juicer so in the house. Everybody got an air fryer. Word. <laughs> I gotta get one of those. Yeah, right. Christmas juicer, coming right? up. A juicer, yeah. Yeah, Christmas coming up. You know what I'm All right, if you just tuned in, you're tuned into the 585 report with Atiana Bishop. Bishop is at home, his tooth. I think he got a tooth pulled or something. So we have. Maestro. DJ Maestro. DJ Maestro joining us along with Sean, Mr. Be Healthy himself. Yep, so we're going to move on to something that I was, I actually saw it on your page about um, it's nearly 700,000 will lose food stamps with the USDA work requirement change. Mm-hmm. So when I heard that, I'm like, I think about individuals in our city who basically depend on on them and I guess um, what they're changing is the people between the ages of 18 and 49 who are childless and not disabled um, so under the current rules they have to work t- at least 20 hours a week for more than three months over 36 month period to qualify for food stamps so that's how it currently works but I guess some states have been allowing waivers mm-hmm. but they're not allowing those waivers anymore under 
the new law, it will limit or restrict those waivers from um, taking place. And it's in places where the um, the unemployment rate is like 6% or higher. So that's 688,000 people will lose access to food stamps. That's great. That's crazy. And I'm sure, you know, we always, it's always a stigma on that type of stuff and whatnot. But I would think a lot of those people actually need them more than not need them. Mm-hmm. You do got people that, you know, use the system or whatever. But I'm pretty sure a majority of that, that number needs those stamps or need, you know, needs the benefits or whatnot. So that's crazy to even take that away. And I, I mean, do we, is that from the administration? Is that based on the administration we got in right now? Or is that like, is that something pushed years ago and it's just finally getting through? No, that's Trump administration. Yeah. I guess the um, it's under his 2018 executive order called Reducing Poverty in America by Promoting Opportunity and Economic Mobility. No, he's trying to, no, so when I read that, funny. it's like he just yeah. like using these words to he's basically... Say, all you lazy folks, you might have but, but within that, it's like with everything. Well, right? a lot of people, like they in that number, them. right, yeah, we know they them. aren't lazy. Right, exactly. And so. are able to get a job. Right. Um so I guess it said that 2.9 million adults are on SNAP. That's on SNAP are able-bodied citizens. They're able-bodied. They can get up and work, and they don't have dependents. So my thing is about this. So if you're able to work, you should work. Mm-hmm. But what is able to work to everybody though? And like I know that there are times where like. Full-time employment at a place is just not appeasing to, like, the average Joe. Like, I'm not about to go to work 40 hours a week for a minimum wage where I could get it over here for, you know, I could be on the block and get, you know, this, that money really quickly. So I think about things like that, like how the jobs that are available to some people are just, they're not appealing. They're not, because if you look at, like, Minimum wage in America, in most states, is not the average. It's not the average rent. Not even the average rent. Forget a house, mortgage, car, and your regular bills. You could barely afford to live off of off a of minimum wage. Literally anywhere. You couldn't afford to. You couldn't live. Too, right. So, how, so, wage. so might as well go. And I'm, I'm pretty sure the majority of people are, are, are services need them, and you always got people using them. But it's like I'm about to go work these 40 hours. And I could barely live, and I'm, and I'm still working this far. So if I could find a, a cheaper way to do it, or you know, I could go do a, a half-ass job. Or excuse my language. On the radio, though. <laughs> <laughs> and you could go, you know, say you could work X amount of hours, 20 hours a week, and, st- and get these benefits. Why? It's like it's, I'm, I'm, it's almost like why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not? Why not do it? I mean, so they got to change the, the the status of the living. Like most most of America is poor. Don't there is no middle class to me. It's either you rich or you poor at the end of the day and whatnot. So they, before they change that, they try to push up what minimum wage to 14, what is it, 14 or 15 dollars now? But that makes no difference because every time you push up minimum wage, people get laid off. People get laid off because the businesses got to pay more. So you're going to have more, you have more unemployment, you got more people in the streets, you got more homeless families. So it's like they got, it's, you can't always, you can't always cut these benefits though. It don't really help. To me, it don't, it don't help because more. Damage. You cause more damage doing this and whatnot. So, especially especially in the poor communities, though, because all people gonna do it. I hate to say it, we 
where we in our communities, we destroy, we destroy more when we don't got nothing. That's what they do. When we ain't got nothing, it's like we can go, go rob, kill, steal, and do it. You know what I'm saying? So it's, this is gonna hurt people. That's all it's gonna do. It's gonna cause more and more problems within the urban communities. It's not gonna touch the rich folks. It's gonna hurt more within the urban communities. Well, I guess, and the premise behind it is okay. Public assistance is not forever, right? It's supposed right. to be temporary. for temporary yeah. while you need it, and. The Trump administration wants to lessen the blow that taxpayers have to pay because of individuals who receive these SNAP benefits. Like, I get it. Like, I, I get both sides right. of it because at a time, you know, I needed the system. And now that I don't need the system, yeah, I'm, I'm more than willing to help those in need because I was that person at a time. But we know, we probably all know one person who getting over on the system. Oh, you see it all day on, on social media. Who got them stamps? I'm selling stamps. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really need them, you want to sell them. And we, like we talked about earlier with, like, food being more expensive. Imagine these people actually use these, these benefits, those who are selling them, use these benefits that they have for them and their families and whatnot, to buy the food that, you know, that's healthier for us. Instead of selling these stamps or doing whatever with these stamps and then they buying all the cheap food that's not good for us and whatnot. And I think even with kids, with the kids, the only way we're gonna change, change our culture is we gotta start with the kids, we gotta grow up. A lot of the stuff, it's hard to be healthy when you grew up junk food. Mm-hmm. You, you grew up with that and it's a taste, it's a taste, that's all it is. If you grew up eating vegetables and fruit, mm-hmm. you'll be more, more than likely gonna eat them as an adult. You're gonna, you're gonna live a healthy life, lifestyle as a adult Where? and whatnot, but you know. People like some of these stamps, though. Yeah. I got, I got hundred for fifty. Well, sure, I buy stamps. I'm See, not going right, even right, from. Right, right. Like, See, that's what I'm but it's not people like it used to be. A lot of people selling stamps. Now I find I don't got a connect anymore. Yeah, My sister used to have yeah. a connect. I, I think it's more difficult now. I think yeah. once they went to the car, they got more difficult. Yeah. Back in the day when we was younger, you know, you just you could just give out the little pamphlet, the little book, mm-hmm. and whatnot. I think now it's a little more difficult. Nah, it's last difficult. year, last year we had the plug, but this yeah. year. Nah, this year we ain't. Because of that shutdown. Yeah, the shutdown too. Yeah, yeah. the government shutdown there. Remember, they they didn't get. A lot of them didn't get it for like a month or two or a couple months or whatnot. And and they was held back, so Mm -hmm. they had to catch up. It's crazy, though. All right, I'm going to talk about some events and then we're going to close out. Things that's going on um, this month Mixed Feelings, the Rob Campbell Variety Show. That's 12 28, December 28th. I want to say it's at Imp- um, Photo City, City Improv. Yeah, yeah cuz I saw yeah, because I don't know why I didn't write that down, but doors open at 8:30 and the show starts at 9. Tickets are available on Eventbrite or Cash App. You got to look it up to see how much the um, see how much it costs. Rock Royal Foundation 6th annual toy giveaway. That's the 21st of December, 10 to 4 p.m. 121 Lincoln Avenue. They're giving away gifts, activities, snacks, raffles, and a picture with Santa. Ages 1 to 14. You got to register online at KhadijahYan.com. And the last thing I saw was the first time Home Buyers 101, the gift of generational wealth that's being presented by Chris and Ty Thomas of New to You Homes. That's December 19th, 530 to 730 at the Douglas Auditorium, 36 King Street. And tickets can be purchased on Eventbrite as well. So, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you, Sean, for being my guest, host, Sean Maestro, whatever you want to be called. And thank you, Sean, for, you know, educating the people. Gotta do it.
you know, letting them know how to be healthy, how to stay healthy. Y'all make sure y'all go to be healthy. Facts, 442 facts. Genesee Street. You know it. <laughs> oh. Pull up, make sure y'all go. My favorite but, but is frozen side, lava. So, yeah. I'm an east side. We're coming so, to the east side. I'm an east side, so okay. you know, I'm over there like once every blue moon and whatnot. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, That's all good. Appreciate moon. the times you did right. come. You too. All right, so we'll see y'all next week, next Sunday, 6 to 7 p.m., 100.9 WXIR. Peace.